0: now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's marvelous, monumental, most fascinating, massively mind-bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one and draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. First, we're still with our friend Job. (laughs) We are going to be skipping big portions, but loving some of this. How short is life and full of trouble, Job said. This passage is one of my favorites, I know. When I when I <laughs> complain to the Lord, I use this passage. Although used here, it is highly negative, of course. I think Job is right, but of course he's also wrong. He complains about life, and then he complains about how short it is. Not exactly a perfect match for match game. I like it because it reminds me that my troubles won't last And Job is wrong about the few. So that makes me happy. Next, you have decided the length of our time so that no one will ever forget God is in charge of our personal bio clock, no matter what the government, the media, the influencers, or the scholars say. You will not endure one second longer than the Lord appoints. Psalm 39 verse 4 states, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered. And finally, as much as I love Job, it is here that he has a definitive, limited understanding of the Lord God Almighty. He said, this thought would give me hope. As of right now, Job Job knows this hope is real, and we do too. But he didn't know it then. He knows it now because he's passed on. Then he was like, "Ah, nothing's happening beyond this. We know it. And God has told us in Romans 4, 17, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls being things that were not as though they are. Listen to this. God takes life and places it in places where we think there is death. So what we understand is that hope that Job lost
1: You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavily talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show Lessons for Surviving, Living, and Prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy. So much more. How much more? Your own host is telling you boy, did I. Gotch that very intro. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's part of life. Here's the bottom line. We're asking you, what do you think? How you doing? What's going on? Talk to us. If you need prayer, let us know. If you got a prayer support, great. Hey, you can reach out to us, by the way, by doing an email, david at org. That's david at org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you will end up talking to Dynamite D.
1: Hello, lucky
2: person. You got the number right, because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite.
0: Talking to Dynamite D, that's like hearing the right word at the right time so you can make the right decision.
2: Pretty refreshing.
0: Isn't that great? It's just like, yeah, I need that. That's right. Uh, Bottom line, like we said, maybe you've got a praise report, maybe you've got a prayer request. Cool. If it's a prayer request, let's join our faith. If it's a praise report, let's share it with one another. If there's something that we can do to strengthen one another, after all, Psalm 63, I am a companion to all them that fear you. Let's do it. Now, you might have something you really, really dislike. I know there's a lot of people that are kind of freaking out about things that are supposed to happen tomorrow. Just listen to this piece of wisdom. Ready? No matter what you see, and no matter what you think, no matter how you determine it, and what people come up with, God is in charge. I read a small article. I could not believe I was reading this article. Somebody said, if this doesn't happen, then that's the end of the church. It's like, wait, let me get this straight. You're telling me that Jesus is a liar because he said, I build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But according to you, see, <laughs> so you see, you see where you got to watch stuff like Hyperboli that? Hyperbole much. Uh, it's just amazing, isn't it? It's just like, what? T- step Step down. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Okay. All right. So that's what I'm trying to say. And I understand people saying that because they're concerned. It's not that we don't – you shouldn't be concerned about us But blah, 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 blah. God is large and in charge. Let's keep that at the forefront of our thoughts. Uh, so you can reach out to us any way you want, and we'll be glad to be a blessing to you as much as we can. We'll do the best we can just like anybody else should be doing. We want to remind you to be praying for our country. We should be praying for our country. Our country needs it. Uh, We need help. We need help now more than ever. I would think that's a fair statement to make. And then also to be aware that you should be praying for one another as an audience. Pray for people to be strong in their confidence in God. It's amazing how powerful that confidence is when people engage. All right, let me uh, give you the trivia question. Should be an easy one. Get ready. Everybody's ready. They're excited. Which gospel is written by a doctor? Pretty easy. That's pretty easy. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then david at he org. That would be the email that you would want to use. Make the do the trivia question again. People calling in all over the place. Uh, which gospel is written by a doctor? I'm not gonna sing the song. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. So I'm just saying. This. Don't be expecting. Doctor, doctor, give me this. I'm not doing. That.
2: So you think it anyway.
0: Oh, I'm, not doing <laughs> it. I'm saying I'm not doing it because I did it, and then I did it, but I didn't do it, so therefore I did it. Uh, before you get this person, I just want to say this Noelle and I had the funniest exchange on text. I think I, I got them saved. She goes, I wanted to remind you about this, 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 and I wrote her back and I said, I wanted to remind you to remind me to remind you, right? And you think, Oh, that's cute, that's how I did it. We did that like 10 more times. Times so time I can believe it, too, Dave. <laughs> it was like I want to remind you, remind me, remind you, remind you, remind you, remind you, remind you. Remind you wow, <laughs> I can
2: <laughs> believe it. <that.
0: laughs> we were dying. All right, let's send the person through. <phone rings> knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing good, Gary. I'm I'm uh I'm feeling good. Uh, I had some time Saturday with the grandkids, so that was kind of nice. We did movie night. Which is oh, first yeah, time watched we, the watched a Yeah, we watched a movie. We got them. I, I only had a 100-calorie popcorn bag. I didn't have more than that because I'm trying to be good on my diet. Yeah, so, that, so that part's good. But we watched a movie with them, and they were just such a – they were so much fun because they're at that great, fun age before they turn into teenagers. And <laughs> 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 just saying. just. <that. laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. Anyway, all right, so let's do the trivia question. How are you feeling, by the way? How are things for you? Well, uh, I'm uh, I'm making it. Okay, making it. I don't like that. I want you to be always doing better. So, all right, let's do the trivia question first, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Trivia question, which gospel is written by a doctor? Luke. That is correct. I'm right now. Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke, that is right. It's not Dr. Luke from General Hospital or anything like that. It's just Dr. <laughs> Dr. Luke. Just good boy. Let me pray over you real quick because I don't. I, I I'll pray for you every single day for the rest of my life. If the, okay. if the Lord will help you. That's just how important it is. So let's pray. Father, lift up my brother to you. He's a blessing. He's uh, he's great to talk to. He's, he does know you, Lord. And we're just asking you to pour yourself into him and refresh him. Give him some revitalization. Give him some energy that comes from you, not from the world, not from his body, but from up on high. Touch his body in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, bro. Keep me Thank posted. Thank you, and God bless you. You too, man. Bye-bye. And I prayed for all of you yesterday. Thank you. And you got to keep doing that. You don't understand I that. will. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, brother. All right, uh where are we in this part with Job? Oh, it's just just so much. All right, uh all right. Now again, I've been telling people have we covered everything? Is there anything I forgot? Did we forget something? Yeah, I think
2: we're rolling for Monday. I think you covered okay. everything.
0: All right. Doing good, all right. All right, now listen. Remember Job's friends not answering with great sense of wisdom, right? They're not they're already assuming Job is guilty, right? Job does great in chapters one and two, but three through thirty-one, kind of having a little bit of a breakdown. That's the reality, and the reality is he doesn't curse God. It's kind of like all about the bet. Okay, never happens, but he does say, "God, hey, I'd like to meet with you face to face." And he's going through this this uh, tough time. He does not have the advantage we have understanding the resurrection, though he believes God is able to do anything. He's just not full. He's not where Abraham was. Okay, Abraham was like. You know, life from the dead. Let's go, let's go. He just had it all there, all right. But this is this is to show the great patience and great wisdom of God, and also to show the patience uh, uh, and and the wisdom of Job. But in Job's struggling times, he says things he doesn't mean to. Guess what? So do you. I mean, stop saying you don't. It was like people are like, well, I I didn't say it. I just thought it. <laughs> okay. But to an omniscient God, you might as well just put it on a loudspeaker right because he hears it he knows it and so on. So in f- chapter 14 verse 1 it is one of my favorite things because i say it when i'm uh uh what's the word i'm looking for when i'm making a quip a quip i think that's a quip yeah where it says how frail is humanity how short is life and full of troubles and so in the king james i think it says a man's days are few and full of trouble. So the irony behind it is there's a complaint that a man's days are short. And then there's a complaint that there's trouble. See? And the, I, I see that in more of iron than most people. It's, it's why I think it's there is because Job is right, but he's also wrong. He complains about life and then he complains about how short life is, Okay, which is kind of a, a little bit of a contradiction. But it reminds me that my trouble won't last. Because Job was delivered from his trouble, we're all delivered from our troubles. And then Job was wrong about a few days because he only saw it from the earth perspective. This is why on the show and you talk to different Christians and different people, you hear them talk about. And you might be thinking, oh, that's, that's just in the sweet by and by. Well, if you don't have the sweet by and by as a part of your perspective, you're suffering more than you're supposed to. Because the sweet by and by where the Lord hammers everything out in, in, in perfection for our sake. Is there for us to hold on to? And Job, not exactly holding on to it, is thinking, you know what? Life's short and it's yucky. And he's just like, that's just how he feels. He's frustrated about it. Uh, and he, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't understand the fullness of the resurrection. He hasn't grasped it yet. He's not all the way in there, although close enough for God to address him personally, which is pretty good stuff, right? But sometimes your life feels like it's few and full of trouble. And let me explain something to you. Your days are not few. There are few on earth. We're gonna to get to that in the next segment. But they're not few. You do not cease to exist when the light goes out on the earthly realm. That's number one. And number two, it's not full of trouble. It's only full of trouble when you're going through the trouble. When you're doing great, you don't say life's full of great. Everything's great. <laughs> so it's like it's when we're in the down that we make comments about the down. Well, guess what? That's wrong, just like it was wrong for Job to, to say that. Again, what's Job's sin? That he justifies himself and not God. Not that he curses God, but that he thinks, you know, I've done a lot for your kingdom. I've really been faithful and diligent. I've been a good guy. He should have been going, you, everything you do is right. Everything you is just and perfect, and there is no unrighteousness with you, not even for a split second. Sorry, I am a ding-a-ling. That's what he should have been doing. Well, that doesn't say that in the text. Read the book. You'll know. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shame.
2: Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cow Sites.
0: That's no bull.
1: Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station.
0: Oops, sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. CowPunchSites.com dad. The
2: Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience.
0: Because if there is no resurrection, there is no eternal being. You understand? It's not like we all do an osmosis and become part of some gaseous cloud that hangs around Jupiter and that's how we get one with the universe. That's rubbish. Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and three days later was raised from the dead. And every single book in the New Testament testifies to that fact.
2: The David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at kwm 770 the truth station here in Texas. That's k double 770 the truth station here in Texas. You ready for this trivia question? All right. Let's see. Let's hear it. A little tougher. A little tougher. You want to be in the beginning of Luke if you're not sure where to go. Okay? Beginning of Luke. Looking for the answer in this, it is a male, it is a guy, it is a
2: dude. Not to be confused.
0: Not to ever be confused. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Made them male and female. That's what Jesus said. All right. Who recognized Jesus as the Messiah when he was presented to the temple as a baby? This is in the beginning of Luke. All right. Joy and Cordelia get that pow, pow. So we've got p- pow-pows. So Deb's Eric Eric powpow, Everybody's pawpawing today. Great job, everybody. All right. Uh, so who recognized him as uh, the Messiah when Jesus was a baby? Yeah, that's pretty good to be able to see Jesus the Messiah as a baby because that's not what I would normally see when I see a baby. Uh, If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. We have our text, but I do have a couple of one-liners that I'm going to have to do because, you know what, it's Monday. And if you don't understand the need to laugh, you don't understand the power of your heart just Filling you with joy and some silly things every once in a while. Okay, ready? All right. The first one's the worst one. Okay. Then the second one's the second worst one. Okay.
2: Pretty good order.
0: Yeah. And the third one is a little better and the fourth one's great. All right. I'm, just, I'm just telling you guys. Where is the first? Uh, I'm sorry, let's skip that one. I <laughs> can't do that one. How do we know Noah had a pig on the ark? How do we know that Noah had a pig on the ark? How do we know? Because he produced a ham. Because his son was <laughs> Ham, Jam, and Jacob. Okay, pretty good. Pretty right. good. All right, all right. How many people left the ark before Noah? How many people left the ark before Noah? You guys should know this one. This is an old one. Three, because the Bible says Noah went forth out of the ark. Yeah. All right, I got two more. This one's pretty good. last one's great. Why was Eve an ideal husband for Adam? Because she was cut out for him. Cut out? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point right there. That's a good one. And then this one's my favorite. Just just follow it along. Don't freak out. It's funny. What do you do if you cross a Unitarian with a Jehovah's Witness? You get somebody who knocks on people's doors for no particular reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: Dino from the Flintstones. That's <laughs> just too funny. Okay, one more of the trivia question. Is this in the beginning of Luke? Okay, so I'm going to try that again, just give you more time. Who recognized Jesus the Messiah when he was presented to the temple as a baby? So look to see where, where, where they go to the temple with Jesus, right? Mom and dad go with, with baby, baby Jesus. Who recognized Jesus as the Messiah? That's your that's your key. If you think you know, you can reach out to us. You can call nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can text 214-210-8483 or send an email david at hemasincrease dot org. So I'm going to tell you something. And you're just gonna. I, this is hard for people to grasp sometimes. But if you will maybe expand it, and if I can do a good job communicating it, then it will work together. Okay. So the next text that we get to after Job does this, and there's only a few things. And like I said, we're skipping pieces here in verse five of chapter 14. Job says this: uh, You have decided the length of our lives. You know how many months we will live. We are not given a minute longer. This is Job chapter 14, verse 5. You have decided the length of our lives. You know how many months we will live. Uh, We are not given a minute longer. Let me explain to you what's important from the human and the divine perspective. You have a certain amount of time on your bio clock. You don't know what that time is. Do you understand that? You don't have that privileged information. Unless God tells you, like he did with Hezekiah, by the way, that, that you are going to die at this particular time, and then he was uh, turned, and he turned his face towards the Lord, and the Lord gave him 15 extra years, which for Hezekiah turned out to be a bad deal because he didn't do very good in those last 15 years. The So you probably should have just stuck with the original time. That would have been better. But the idea behind this is that you have a set time from God but you don't know what it is. In lieu of that, you don't treat the temple of the Holy Spirit like trash. But you don't freak out and think that this is in your control where you decide how long you're going to live. I love Christians who tell me it's got to be this, it's got to be this, it's got to be this. Like, no. <laughs> There's a bio clock, whether you like it or not. You're God's creation. He gets to say how long the clock runs. There's nothing wrong and everything right with trying to do the right things for your health. Who in the world would would say that would not be the case? Even Paul, even though he said godliness profits more, he said bodily exercise profiteth little. He didn't say it profited nothing. Is it a profit of little? There's just some profit in that, okay? There's some advantage to it. And eating healthy is just wise. And you already can see when, when Daniel did his fast and just ate pulse, which is really vegetables, when he just ate that you know, that whole process, he was fine, physically fine. God can make and change anything. God can take poison food and make it good. He He did that with the prophets with Elijah. Okay, got it. You do your best to present yourself to God. That's Romans 6.13, present yourself to God. He still has your bio clock. It doesn't change. So when Job says you've decided the length of our time, just, just so you never forget it. Never forget it. It doesn't matter what the government—I don't care—it's so irrelevant. The, the government tells you this. The media tells you this. The influence tells you this. The scholars tell you this. When God says "time's up," time's up. This is not. There's no nothing else. And that's why David makes a point to say in Psalm 39, "Remind me how brief my time is." I just, sometimes you forget. Hey, you're on a clock. And if you knew your clock was gonna expire in 24 hours, what would you do different? Okay. That's the same question as if Jesus was coming back in 24 hours, what would you do different? Same thing. And that's not to it's not to say there's something wrong. Look at I'm trying to lose weight myself. I'm trying to have a healthier life. I I know I have a certain amount of time, I'd like the rest of that time to be good. But that's up to the Lord to give me an extension of time or a reduction of time. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. There's a passage. I don't want to get too deep this, but there's a great theology. It's what we call sweet under theology. In this theology, it shows you that God sometimes takes people to spare them grief that's coming. Like, what? For real? Yes, for real. That's the mercy of God. He knows things are coming. Those things will be more heartbreaking and devastating. Better this person should go. That's called compassion. That's the wisdom of God, the grace of God, the understanding of God. So again, I applaud the efforts. I'm trying to do it myself. I think whatever is working for you, you should use. Okay? I don't, I know everybody can argue about the methodology. Great. God has your biocock. It's up to him. All right? All right. Uh, Trivia question. Who recognized Jesus as the Messiah when he was presented to the temple as a baby? Simeon or Simon, but Simon is basically the name we usually do. It's the man who saw beforehand. Oh, boy. Uh, Okay, folks, take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassador's Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. The David Spoon Experience.
0: So in this position, I have the opportunity to interview people and have so for the last five years from all across the range of Christianity, uh, from from authors and from actors and musicians. We are about to have an opportunity we've never had on this show. We actually have Lee Strobel on the phone with us. It was 19 years ago, I believe this september 1st where his book came out the case for christ if you're jewish like i am and then became a christian that was when you went oy vey this book was a life changer for many and now it's a movie lee are you there on the phone with us
1: i am david how you doing my
0: friend i am doing fantastic Thrilled to have you on the show. It's Thank my you. privilege. I'm just I just we got to start. I know they give you a list of questions just so you can know Lee. I never use them. So uh, good for you. <laughs> so it's like come on. I want to talk. We're brothers yeah, here in absolutely. the Lord. Talk to me. First of all, you wrote this book, "The Case for Christ." Let's first talk about the writing of the book, and then we'll talk about that connection to the movie. Why did you write this
1: book? Well, I didn't start out to to do that. I mean, um, I was an atheist. My wife became a Christian. So in order to try to rescue her from this Christian cult, I uh, decided to use my journalism training and legal training and uh, disprove Christianity to um, show that the resurrection never really happened. Uh, of course, I ended up coming to the opposite conclusion and ended up coming to faith. But I, I I did this investigation for my own edification, for my own education, not because I wanted to write a book. And then... It was actually later my wife said to me, Hey, you ought to write a book about that. I said, Really? she said, Sure. So uh, that's how the book came about. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have
0: to face a penalty as with every penalty. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at am 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's Man 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. You know, it's just another. Fun Monday show. I don't know what's up. Love it, love Mondays it. Mondays are God. becoming like I don't know what happened. My wife and I were laughing. I I used to hate. You told me that, Mondays. Dave. You, I, said you hated Mondays. I, hate I remember Mondays. that. Yeah. And now, because I, probably because I'm arrogant, now, <laughs> because now the Lord's like going, "Hate Mondays, do you? Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> it's just like wow. Believe me, I'm happy about it. I and mean, I love it. I love it. Uh, let's do our trivia question and then uh, the other things we've got to take care of. So I don't want to miss any of that. Make sure that we stay on uh, track. This is a, uh, you know, not all the trivia questions are easy. Not all of them are hard. But some of them do require some thought. We just don't want you doing anything weird like driving your car, opening up your Bible, and trying to read your Bible while you're driving your car to get an answer. Okay? Don't do that. What was the first thing Noah built when he came off of the ark? What was the first thing Noah built when he came off the ark? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can, oh boy, Joanne and Cordelia. Pow, pow. Uh, You can text in 214-210-8483 or you can send an email David. At he Gonna send you up to the website and tell you two things. After today, this is my nice way of saying I'm doing it like tonight. After today on the website will be a running total of the clues. But I'm not telling you where on the website it is. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> that just means that means we gotta look. Yes. And if you see an article and you don't see any writings in there. Click on the picture, because that's where the then the the article, is just, it even says click on the images, but you still got to remind people. And then additionally, don't forget uh, giving, because giving is the only way we can advance the show, and it's really the only way we can sustain the show that we got, and right now it's been a lot of fun, I think, for everybody, and so we're in our starting our fifth year, and we want it to go well and by grace, so please check out. He must increase.org. Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking
2: to give to this ministry?
0: He must increase.org.
2: Confused by what's happening right now?
0: He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was it.
0: <laughs> now remember, remember, what do we say? What would you say it was? It's Dynamite D. What are you doing? That
2: might I D saying hello, Saying
0: hello! That's it! That's it. That's it. Saying hello. Now, remember, that's got nothing to do with the sound. (laughs) Nothing to do with the sound. These are just clues. When you get all 10 clues, you can either text me, write me, or call, and then you can win the study Bible. Okay. It's just that simple. I just don't know how to make that. Any clearer. All right. So we do have somebody ready to answer the trivia question, so let's send them on through. Knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello,
1: David. This is Stephen. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic, Stephen. How are you doing? Pretty good, I think. Okay. You're... Um, I like that answer. You, pretty good, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One never really knows, do we? <laughs> that's great.
2: <laughs> I guess that's um.
0: <laughs> That's a great.
2: A answer. little short of an alter ego, but. Uh,
1: oh, good uh, one! That's
0: a good one, dude. That is <laughs> so good! All right, let's set it up for everybody to catch that. What was the first thing Noah built when he came off the ark?
2: An altar. That
0: is correct. That is exactly right. <laughs> Steven dropping in the alter ego line. Oh, just genius, dude. That is absolutely legendary right there. We're going to have to clip that. That's too funny. Oh, that's great. Great job. Uh, oh. Put it over in file 13 where it probably belongs. <laughs> God bless you, brother. How you doing? In general, you're doing okay? Absolutely. Okay. Just want people to be praying for you. And, and remember, when we start our April buddies, if you've not prayed for Stephen, he's right here. He's right here for you. Okay. All right. Thank you, brother.
2: <laughs> Always appreciate it. Right. You have a wonderful day.
0: All right. God bless you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we do have some great It's just we great people. I mean, we really love our great, callers. They're just great, right? We just have such great people. I mean, just, you know. All right. All right, uh, all right, let's go into the text. What are we at? Uh, no, we can do history. You want to do history? Or you want to do the text? What do you want to
2: do? Uh, let's do history real quick. Let's
0: do history. All right, fire away. Let's
2: go, let's go.
0: All right, uh, here we go. These are a couple of these. Now, now this one's a really good one. Bible, Bible mania, which is like being a maniac for the Bible. It's Bible mania day. So oh that, wow, that's Pretty that's cool. a classic right there. All right, uh, National Preschool Teachers Appreciation Day. Now those are people that should get a bazillion dollars.
1: <laughs> like,
0: you know, I mean, like my my grandkids, they're a lot better at. Six and seven than they are at three and four. At at, at
2: three and four, you you can have them, but you wish that they go home to someone else.
0: That's the type of thing And and then if you watch a movie, you don't want them just going, you know, (laughs) I want a color on the TV. You know, kind of (laughs) thing. So We'll just say that. Uh, Today's National Ravioli Day. I like that. I like ravioli. And then uh, finally, it's Won't You Be My Neighbor Day from, uh, you know, from Won't You Be My Neighbor from Mr. Rogers.
2: Interesting. Pray for your neighbor.
0: All right. Uh, On this day in 1897, the first comic book is published that we know about. I'm just going to say that. Uh, called The Yellow Kid by Richard Felton. I have no idea. 1916, on this day, Albert Einstein published his theory of relativity. Now, this is going to be something people are not going to like, so don't get mad, right? But in 1969, this is the day that the Beatles ended because John Lennon married Yoko Ono. I mean, Ono, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the beginning of the demonic song, Imagine. So how sad. We'll top it off with a good one. In 1985, in this day, the first woman won the 1,135-mile Ididatrod dog sled race, which is the massive Alaska dog sled race that goes on for like ever and ever and ever. Interesting. Uh, Like 1,100-plus miles. That's a lot of stuff. I would never. That cold, that hard. No. No. Is there a spa? Okay. (laughs) Let me get back to the text. All right. Here we go. Uh, This is back to uh, Job, and I want to be very specific. We're not spending a lot of time here. Uh, This is where you see that Job does not understand the way that Abraham understood, to be quite honest, about a resurrection mentality. Okay? All right, let me read it to you. Um, Verse 7 of Job 14, If a tree is cut down, there is hope that it will sprout again and grow new branches, though its roots have grown old in the earth and its stump decays. The scent of water, it may bud and sprout again like a seedling. But when people die, they lose all strength, they breathe their last, and then where are they? As water evaporates from a lake and as a river disappears in the drought, people lie down and do not rise again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not wake up nor be roused from their sleep. So in Job's mind, death was the end. I'm not trying to—we're not getting into deep uh, theological elements here, but the way he saw it was a tree has got a better chance of revival than a person. That was the, That's his argument. And in that argument, I want to make sure you understand this. He's wrong. Now, because he's wrong in an argument with God, he's not evil. He said, oh, Job, bad guy Job. Job got props in the New Testament. He's not bad guy Job. He's Job who's going through it and is responding like a human being to God. This is part of the argument that people have. They think that every saint is a saint based on man's definition and not God's definition. God's definition of a saint is somebody who believes in Jesus. Our definitions of saints is somebody you can put a face on on a plaque and put them on a wall. Like that, that doesn't even, it's not even the same. The best people of God have also argued with God. Moses argued with God. Abraham argued with God. Samson wasn't exactly Mr. Stellar, but he was the perfect judge for the moment. And so you look at this stuff and you go, wow. I mean, David, as great of a king as he was, coordinated, uh, not only did he commit adultery, but then he committed an assassination, uh, killed the killed, uh, Bathsheba's wife or her husband, and then look what he does. He then, he coordinates his death and then implicates his own army in it. I mean, talk about a cover-up. People in the kingdom of God do things wrong, say things wrong, and get things wrong but God does not abandon them in that, in that process. So that's the whole point I'm trying to make Is Joe made this whole argument about people going nowhere. It's like, wrong, dude. Wrong. Let me show you the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what I'm trying to say is all these great people have got. look at Peter. Peter denied Jesus three times after spending all that time with him. How do you think Peter's doing now? Right. With his influence on the church, which will which which the church in our says will endure forever. James and John, let's call Thunder down. How do you think they're doing now? See, there's things that we do, they say, we think, we process, and they're well, we're wrong sometimes. Okay. Because God is the only one that's always right. If you think you're always right, you're wrong. There, see, that'll solve it. You wanna have a reason not to have pride. Here, here it is. You create heaven. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> There's no way. And so he's wrong because he doesn't understand the process of Jesus. He's he's missing, ironically, you want to hear something that's funny? This is one of, the, one of the commentators. He's missing the witness of nature because when a tree dies, if you throw water on it, okay, there is some trees that will come back. But he didn't catch that. <laughs> it's like, ooh, that's a good one or even the testimony in the butterfly you know you see what I'm saying it's like wow so he didn't catch it all but what he what he's doing is he's expressing it god is not mad at him for this god is going to to talk to job about the fact that he justified himself self justification gives people an excuse or a reason not to either be humble or obedient. It's like doesn't work. No. Here's God's response. You're wrong. That's wrong. Bad. Or as I do it at the house or as I do sometimes on the show. Ready? Get ready. Ready? ready. Bad dog. Bad dog. I mean, it's just sort of those things. You gotta like, ah, oh, we gotta stop that. You can be wrong about God. He'll still love you, he'll still care for you, still take care of you. But it's usually in our anger and frustration that these things come out. Maybe if we took a step back and didn't let the sun go down on our anger, we would hold that better. That's well, just practical. All right, take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: The David Spoon Experience.
0: There was a pastor. Now, I use that word with some reservation. Having been involved in uh, ministry and having the privilege of planting seven churches uh, throughout the United States and having three separate ordinations, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who commit their lives into ministry. Uh, But whenever there's somebody on television or anywhere else that uh, is a nut job, then uh, I just call it like I see it. Okay, Uh, that's what I call it. Call it like I see it. On the Sean Hannity show, uh, roughly about uh, two weeks ago, a reverend, so-called reverend Oliver White was on the show. And uh, Reverend Wright said this, and I'm going to repeat it because some of these things are just unbelievable. He said that Jesus was wrong about marriage at least he didn't have the audacity to say he never said anything about marriage. He said Jesus was wrong about marriage and that marriage should be more than between a man and a woman. And then he proceeded to say this statement, ladies and gentlemen. He said this. Now, this isn't even the thing that's irritating. Then he proceeded to say this. If Jesus were alive today, he said he would say, I didn't know it all. This is a man who's supposed to be representing Jesus Christ as a minister. This guy's no minister. And if you want to say, well, that's judging, I'll take that judgment all day long. All day long, I'll take that judgment, no matter what anybody says. Here's a guy that says two things. One, Jesus was wrong about marriage. Two, if Jesus were alive today, any person who proclaims or professes to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and questions whether Jesus Christ is alive today or not is not a minister, but a false teacher. I don't care. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you think that's mean. That's irrelevant. Facts are facts. And here is the thing that uh, just, overwhelms me. This overwhelms me, ladies and gentlemen. Any person who is in public office, now this goes with this, all three, three of these things go together. Any person who is in public office who changes their convictions about same-sex marriage because another family member has made a decision to go into the lifestyle of being gay or lesbian any person who changes their convictions their biblical christian convictions based on another family member changing their status uh into a a gay or lesbian lifestyle and then that person then changes their bible convictions to uh, to accommodate their family member Is not fit to be a Christian. That's right, I said it. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's amen 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Getting ready for our last trivia question. Should be pretty easy for most people to get. <laughs> uh, what did Joshua command to stay still? What did Joshua command to stay still? And I will give you a warning that I believe there's two elements, so just make sure you get both. Okay, let's just double-check for me. Just just make sure I'm right. Okay. What did Joshua command to stay still? If you think you know the answer. There you go, Joanne. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he org. So we got all the things that are uh, happening happening. Uh, I want to make sure you guys know we're going to do Galatians tomorrow. Don't forget, in April, we're going to be, uh, Noel and I are going to be going to Phoenix for a couple of days. That's not till the middle of April, so you don't have to worry about that uh, right now. But we got some really good replays. So I'm, I'm actually pretty happy about that. They're like, Top, top, top. And then, uh, if you got something going on and you just really don't want to talk to the audience about it, you just kind of want to have somebody to talk to or kind of unload on, you're welcome to do that through the website. Seriously, we won't just, there's a little thing that says public, private. You just hit private, and nobody will know. And we'll just keep it to ourselves. Okay? All right. Uh, trivia question again. What did Joshua command? What well, two things did Joshua command to stay still? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972 445 0770, text 214 210 8483, or send an email david at he org. There's nothing more fitting as we are getting closer and closer to Easter than this text we're about to read. Job. We just said, he just, you know, people die, that's it. All right? I want you to watch this, and this is, oh, please, Lord, don't let me mess this up. Okay, here you go. Job 14, this is the last part of of chapter 14, he says this, verse 14. So Job 14, verse 14. If mortals die, can they live again? This thought would give me hope. And through my struggle, I would eagerly wait for release. Listen, that's a ticket right there. Listen to what Job said. If mortals die, can they live again? This thought would give me hope. And through my struggle, I would eagerly wait for release. If he understood that there were people that lived again, listen to this. He is saying that I would have hope. I wouldn't be so downcast. I wouldn't be so frustrated. If I understood that people kept on going, I would just be waiting for that for that release process. But what he's thinking is he's in this trouble, and what does he think is going to happen? He's going to have this trouble all the way until the end. And there will never be any relief for him. This gives you an excellent understanding of what the gospel talks about, about people that don't believe in the resurrection are people that have no hope. They have no hope. Because they're thinking all they get is this time. And then if their time is hard, then they're just thinking there is no release. There is no relief. There is no grace. There is nothing. It's this 80, 90, 100 years, and it's bad, and there's nothing to it. And Job, out of his own mouth, out of his own confession. Now listen to what Romans four seven says. Listen to this. Or 4.17, I'm sorry. This is what God said to Abraham. I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. That's Paul writing. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. In other words, God is the one that gives life when there is death. And God is the one that calls things into being that are no longer in being. And if Job knew... If Job knew, he's saying, I, "If I knew that would happen, I'd have hope. It wouldn't be so hard. I wouldn't complain so much." Why? Because there's eternity, and it's like all this stuff is really fascinating and interesting and important, and you know, uh, you know, it's kind of a attitude of it's all like on this earthly journey. It's like no. The whole point is because we live forever, we should have hope. The whole point is because there is a resurrection, we are not done. The whole point is because Jesus beat the power of death, you are not coming up short. That's the whole point. And not only that, but then there's this promise that what you're not coming up short in, this eternal life, this heaven thing, is outrageous. I heard a line the other day I have not heard before, so I'm going to use the line. I'm going to borrow the pastor's line. I went up to the service and told him I thought it was great. Good job, good sermon. He goes, we're going to get to heaven and find out that the entire earthly journey was one lousy night in a super cheap hotel. (laughs) How about about that line? We're going to get to heaven and we're going to find out that the entire human journey was one lousy night in a cheap hotel compared to what God has prepared for us. Is that not a great line? That's a great line. Anytime I, I don't have any problem borrowing other people's lines. <laughs> Just like, whoa, that's so good, because that therein lies the problem because people don't operate in the power of the resurrection people don't operate in the power of the hereafter we this is here and now so just listen to the listen to the simplicity that comes into play when you kind of you know really work this through really massage too because you're coming into the Easter season this should be part of the understanding we have the resurrection makes it so that whatever it is you're going through eh, who cares and Job was like, if I thought that was true, I wouldn't even be going. He wouldn't have complete. He probably would have had three chapters instead of twenty-nine chapters of whining. Because with the resurrection comes the resolution. Oh, that's mine. You can borrow it. With the resurrection comes the resolution. Can we write that down somewhere? That's another. That's another bumper sticker. With the resurrection comes the resolution. The stuff that we're going through, Paul even said, it's light and momentary. It's temporary. It's this thin. It's little. It's nitty-bitty. But what we're going to, massive. Right? Like, wow. So in the face of eternity, in the reality of heaven, and the understanding of the resurrection, who cares? (laughs) It's like... It's like, there's this part of you that just, you should have that attitude. Like, yeah, i will live forever. What are you talking about? My mansion. Uh, I'm to have me a big screen TV that goes nine, ninety feet high. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to play. Maybe scenes from the uh, early days with Abraham. The point is, it's just so different. And we need to get a handle on that. Somebody, uh, we only got one minute left. So unless I don't think we have time to do much. Except for answer the triv, I'm sorry, but they can they can always call me. Yes, no, maybe. Tell me. He had us,
2: huh? Answer to the
0: uh, triv. Okay, okay, what? Okay, he can get it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got to do this fast, everybody. <laughs> knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking hey, to? Hey David, this John. Hi John. Hey. Oh my god! I only got, I only do got you about thirty. The wire here? Yeah, <laughs> I got about thirty seconds to help me.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I knew about the sun, still, but the moon also.
0: Yes, correct, the moon, sun and moon. That is the answer. Yeah. Yeah, quickly, how's Nola doing?
2: Well, the doctors are trying to decide which procedure to take on the bone marrow transplant. They're just discussing it right now, so okay. just please pray that they'll make the right decision.
0: Absolutely. I want you to do me a favor and even possibly call back tomorrow so we can get an update on it, okay? Okay.
2: Okay, they're talking to the doctors. The parents are talking to the doctors today. So, oh, awesome. Then yeah, dude, please, please call, us call us tomorrow. tomorrow.
0: That'd be perfect. Okay, thank you, David. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. Don't forget to pray for Nola. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on K-A-A-M-770. That was Sun and Moon was the answer. This is a truth station here at K-A-A-M-770. Here in Texas, take a 22 and a half hour break, then we'll come back. More insanity with humanity. Talk to you then.